Well, good morning and welcome again to another podcast, uh, down to earth, but heavenly minded. I'm your host, Irv Rish. And today I'm going to be talking about cliffhangers or those words that would always come out to be continued. <laughs> I hated those words. <laughs> well, when I was a kid, stop sharing when i was a, a a kid i used to love going to uh movies and uh i could always remember these shorts they would always have and uh it would always end with the uh, uh it just it used to just get me when they would end like this uh but when you're talking about a cliffhanger, a cliffhanger ends an act break, an episode, or even the whole season. If you were uh, watching those ones that used to come on a television, but uh, uh, it could either be a film or a novel. It didn't make any difference uh, with some or all of the main characters, the heroes, actually in peril uh in some sort of way they would be you they'd leave you hanging and the audience you know the audience would just be uh waiting for more but there was no more uh and then those words that come out on the screen to be continued well to be continued when that caption came out uh i knew it was over and then I'd have to walk home thinking about, oh man, how's he gonna get out of this mess he got himself in? That's why they call them cliffhangers. You would think that uh, he died or he would be dead. He was in such peril. <laughs> so I used to, I used to kind of cringe when I went to those kind of shows. And uh, you know, last night I was kind of thinking about it. But let me show you something else once uh, I know that uh, the, my listening audience can't see this. But when I uh, fired up my computer this morning, this was my wallpaper. <laughs> and I knew I was going to be talking about cliffhangers. And here we got a cliff. And yeah, you could just see somebody hanging off the edge of that cliff uh, or any one of these cliffs. But anyway, I, uh, when I seen that, I thought, well, that fits perfect. Beautiful picture, by the way. Uh, I, I haven't even looked to see where it was taken or anything. But anyway, what I'd like to talk to you about is these cliffhangers. Uh, it's Hollywood's way of drawing you back into something, um, you know, uh, let me just grab my coffee. It's early in the morning. Uh, I move my clock. I look over here and it's over there now. But just a little after five. Mm. Boy, I love that coffee. Actually, that'd probably be a good one for a coffee commercial. huh? <laughs> I switch coffees once in a while, though. Uh, my wife... She likes her coffee a little stronger than I do, so I got to make two pots in the morning. 
one for me, one for her. Now I don't put hers on till later on because she sleeps in and I'm a morning person and she's a, she stays up late and I'm, I'm not, I don't stay up late. I go to bed early. Anyway, how does this, uh, what I'm talking about, how does this relate to the scriptures or the Bible? Well, if you look at the story of Calvary, uh, of Christ being crucified, you find him on a cross and he's hanging there. He knows everything. He knew he was going to go there. Excuse me. He knew he was going to go there. And I'm in the Gospel of John, my favorite gospel. I know I like all the other ones, but this I just favor this one for some reason. Jesus said in the uh, second or the last chapter, and usually there's in a in a cliffhanger, there's always one more chapter. Well, in this case, there's one more chapter. But in verse 28, he says, and after this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said to fulfill the scriptures, I thirst. This was written, everything that happened to Jesus was written aforetime. He was fulfilling scriptures. I know that he said, I came in a volume of a book to do thy will. And he was talking to the Father. And he did complete everything that was written of him by the prophets. And now to fulfill scripture, he says, I thirst. And a jar full of sour wine stood there. So they put it on a sponge uh, full of the sour wine uh, on a hispus branch and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he says, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the spirit. You know, in these cliffhangers, the hero never died. And nobody wanted them to die. And Jesus was my hero. I didn't want him to die. And those that were his followers tried to even stop him. Peter says, uh, forbid it, Lord, that this should happen. And the Lord said, get behind me, Satan. Uh, you know, he says, you do not savor the things of God. Uh, you know, we as human beings did not understand what Christ was really doing when he did it. So he dies. That ends the story. So we thought. But that's not the end, folks. That's only the beginning. That's the beginning of life. He died so we could have life. If Christ wouldn't have done this, eat, 
drink and be merry for this is all there is this is all there is folks there ain't no more well that's the way it would have been until he died and when he said it is finished and he gave up the spirit well I think about this, and I hope you do too, that as the day progressed, they took Jesus down after he was pierced in his side. And since it was the day of preparation, and they're talking about the, uh, the Passover, and you know, Christ had to die at that very minute. If you go back to the book of Exodus and you read about the Passover and Jesus Christ was the Passover lamb, just like they took the lamb after killing it, they took and they took his blood and they put it on the lintel of the house that when the angel of death came down to kill the firstborn, when he seen that blood, he passed by and went to the next house, to the next house, to the next house. And if there wasn't no blood on the lintel, the firstborn in that house died. Death came throughout all of Egypt. And the reason for it was there was no blood on the lintel. You have to be covered by the blood of Christ. Have you applied the blood, Jesus' blood, to your life? Because if you haven't, there's no hope. The angel of death is going to come. And everybody, you know, nobody wants to think about death. Uh, I know I'm getting old and I'm getting very close to my last days i don't know when it'll be nobody knows but i'm covered by the blood of christ i have applied his blood to my life spiritually we're talking about and after this it says they were preparing for the the passover and so that the body should not remain on the cross on the sabbath it was on a Saturday, for that Sabbath was the high day, the high day. It was just before the Passover. The Jews asked Pilate that the legs might be broken, uh, that they might be taken away, so that the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first. There was two criminals hanging there with them and of the other who had been crucified with him. So the, the soldiers broke the legs of those two criminals that were hanging there. But when they came to Jesus, they saw that he already, that was, he was already dead and did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side 
with a spear. It at once came out blood and water. He saw it and bore witness. His testimony is true. And he knew that he is telling the truth that you may believe for these things took place that the scriptures might be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. And again, in another scripture, they said, uh, they looked on him whom they have pierced. Everything he did, like I said, fulfilled scripture. First of all, he said he thirsted, and they gave him sour wine. This was all foretold, and that not a bone would be broken. How did he know this? Because he was God. And then it says that he was pierced. Pierced for my transgressions, pierced for your transgressions, your sins. He bore him in his body on the tree, and he was crucified for you. We don't see that caption on the screen to be continued. He actually died. He wasn't hanging on a cliff. He was hanging on a cross. And he hung there for you, and he hung there for me. Well... Like I said, the story doesn't end there. It doesn't, it wasn't continued. Except the fact that he, he wasn't, he, he was dead, but he rose from the dead. Nobody has ever done this before. Christ rose people from the dead when he was there. He rose Lazarus, rose the little girl from the dead. He had the power in him to raise the dead. And I firmly believe this with all my heart. When he stood at the grave of Lazarus and he said, Lazarus, come forth. If he would not have called Lazarus by name, I'm afraid everybody in the graves would have come forth. And someday he's gonna call us from the grave, whether it's a watery grave, whether it, You've been planted in the earth. Uh, I even believe if you were cremated, if you're a Christian, you will be raised because this mortal will put on immortality and this corruption will put on incorruption. Then will come to pass. The victory has been won. It is finished. He finished it for us. We could never pay the debt for our sins. He owed a, uh, he paid a debt he did not owe, and we owed a debt we could not pay. That's why Jesus had to go to the cross. Well, he wasn't left hanging there, and we're not left hanging. They took him down. They put him in a tomb. Now looking at the last chapter of this story, well, actually, there's one more chapter. <laughs> this is chapter 20. We go into 21. That's after his resurrection now. 
But as we look at uh, chapter 20, now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early while it was still dark, and it's still dark outside now. And they saw that the stone had been rolled away from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, and that was John. That's the one that's writing this. And said to him, and said to them, there they have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. So Peter went, and he went out with the other disciple, and they were going towards the tomb. Both of them were running together. But the other disciple outran Peter. John outran Peter. He was a faster runner, apparently. And he stooped and looked, and he saw the linen cloth laying, but they did not go in. But he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb, and he saw the linen cloth laying there and the uh, face cloth, which had been on Jesus, now laying with the linen cloth and folded up in the place by itself. Now, let me ask you this. How can this have happened? How could a, who folded the clothes or the linen cloth and the cloth that went over the face? Well, there was nobody in the tomb except Jesus. Well, they try to say that the disciples stole the body. Well, this didn't happen. He wasn't there. <laughs> he was gone. They seen all the, the, the cloth there, but they didn't see him. Then the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed. We have two witnesses here, and then we got Mary, who was the third witness. Uh, you got witnesses to the fact that Christ was not in that tomb. Uh, let's see where I left off here. Uh, and he went in and saw and believed, for as they yet did not understand the scriptures that must be uh, that he must be raised from the dead. Then the disciples went back to their houses. Well, they seen all this, but they didn't understand what was going on. Well, we have in the rest of the chapter, Jesus starts appearing to different people. And he even appeared to 500 people. And some of them were still alive when this was written. We have all this evidence of the resurrection. Yet man is still trying to disprove that Christ raised from the dead. I'm sorry, folks, there's too many witnesses. Uh, we could have them all come in and, and testify, but the trial would be so long because there's so many witnesses to the fact that Jesus Christ rose from the dead.
So the story doesn't end there. If you go into the book of Acts, and I'm going to go there. Uh, I'll just start with verse 6 of the first chapter. So when they had come together, they asked him, they asked Jesus, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know the time nor the season that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and the ends of the earth. I am a witness for Christ. I am telling you this because the Holy Spirit came in and he indwells me and he's given me power to tell you these things. I don't tell you this by my own will, but by the will of him who sent me, that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. When he was here on earth, we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten, full of grace and truth. Jesus Christ is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Where is he right now? He's in heaven. Just like my podcast is, I'm down to earth, but I'm heavenly minded. I'm thinking of the Lord who is in heaven. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on him, he lifted up, he was lifted up, and the clouds took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven, as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes. These were angels. And they said, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, whom was taken from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Amen. Set my Bible on. He's coming again. And I'm telling you right now, you better be ready. You better have oil in your lamps. In other words, you better have the Spirit of God living in you right now. You can receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Just believe what it says about him, and you will be saved. That's what the book of Romans tells us. And if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, you will be saved. John said, I wrote this gospel that you can know that you have eternal life. There's so many religions in the world that say, well, nobody can really know. Well, I'm going to tell you something I know, and you can know too, that you're going to heaven. Well, I'm going to end my podcast here. So remember, this is not a cliffhanger. This is not continued 
it's already done and Christ finished it on the cross. So I hope you enjoy my podcast and I hope you'll join me next time. So enjoy your coffee this morning. Enjoy the rest of the day. Mm. And bye for now.